This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe, Joe G. Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday. Let's go out to the Roman guest line. Patrick Eversonprops.com joining us right now. Patrick, welcome to the show. Let's talk some college hoops here. Final four this weekend. Duke, Carolina, the number is at four as we see it right now. It's come down from four and a half. Uh, what side are you on? What are you feeling on this game? Well, first off, I appreciate, the, appreciate you having me today. And boy, I, I I just this is this is a hard one to call. I mean, obviously North Carolina did some damage at, at Cameron Indoor last game of the regular season, Coach K's final home game. And what's fascinating to me is that just by sheer coincidence that these two teams haven't met in the NCAA tournament before. When you go so many times on both sides and you have so much success with deep NCAA tournament runs. Uh, the fact that this is the first time they'll ever meet in the NCAA tournament, I think it's fascinating. I don't I don't know where I'm going to go with this. I mean, I can tell you that uh, there was a couple of different books I, I checked with yesterday on where they were at as we get to, you know, kind of midweek at this point on this game. And what I found interesting uh, was that at Points Bet USA, it was, you know, pretty much two-way tickets. Bets going each way. But the the 54 percent of them on carolina so a slight lean toward carolina but the money off of those bets was 80 percent carolina and this is on the spread so i thought that was interesting um i did check with another book or two as well though and it was much more too late in fact it, and, and and that four and a half four is kind of the that's the difference maker on this um the the, the that points bet it was four and a half four and a half even and that's where uh, tickets were two-way, but money was Carolina. And uh, I think believe DK yesterday had it at four. And at four, you were looking at slightly more tickets and money on Duke. So it seems like uh, as that number goes, kind of, uh, kind of so goes the betting on this. That's, uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a key point, the four, whether you're getting the four, or, you know, whether you're laying, getting four and a half or laying four there. As far as the action on the tournament, what are you hearing from bookmakers? Because it's uh, it's pretty amazing. When, when you look at what's going to drive interest in a tournament overall, you need the Cinderella story, and you got it in a big way with a 15 seed, making it all the way to the Elite Eight, something we've never seen before. So people were in on that. And then uh, most years, it kind of just let, let the tournament play itself out and look at what happened. Even though UNC and eight, they weren't expected to be here. They are one of the blue bloods. So you've got all these blue bloods facing off in the final four. 
as uh, long as Coach K continues to be involved here with the Blue Devils, I'd imagine the uh, the action at the books is off the charts. What are you hearing? Yes, it's it's been off the charts for two weeks. Having St. Peter's make this kind of run, Pete, a ton of people's interest, uh, including mine. I dabbled in the money line against Purdue and was quite happy with that result. But you got everything that you needed here. You got uh, a compelling under you know long shot to make it a long run. Um, and now you've got four blue bloods that have, you know, good national followings, good support at the betting window. And you, you get, you're doubling up here by getting Duke against Carolina. Uh, John Murray at the Super Bowl was like, this is going to be incredible. He said, he said, uh, he said, I have a feeling Duke Carolina could be good for business. No <laughs> kidding. Uh, there was another odds maker. I think it might have been uh, 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 Jason Scott at BetMGM. Uh, he told me yesterday that uh, uh, you know there's there's this this well this could be the highest bet college basketball game all season as it probably should be. Um, this this is going to do really really good business the Duke Carolina game and I mean the only way it could be any better is to somehow they were on opposite sides of the bracket and and they could meet in the championship game. But this this gets it all. Like I said, you check the box of getting a compelling long shot that people can can really get behind for a few weeks, unless you're in New Jersey, of course, and you can't bet it legally anyway. Um, they're crazy if they think that there weren't bets coming in on St. Peter's from people who live in New Jersey, but um, they just weren't being done at legal regulated sports books. But that's a that's a that's a topic for another day. You got that across the nation, and you and you've got you know just four incredibly compelling teams. Uh, the other, I mean, the, even the other matchup, I mean, uh, Kansas Villanova, that's a rematch of the 2018 final four, uh, which by the way, Villanova won by 16 points. And I think what's kind of interesting is I was doing, uh, you know, looking back into both of these matchups is that Jay Wright's got Bill Self's number. Uh, they've met six times. Kansas won the first one. Uh, and, and Jay Wright's team is, uh, I believe four and one straight up and 5-0 and against the spread in the other five matchups, and that includes, obviously, that 2018 Final Four matchup. So there's just – there's a lot of storylines. They're all good. I think the the handle's going to be off the charts. I think Saturday night is just going to be insane for that Duke-Carolina game. Patrick, we saw the first half unders um, quite profitable. I'm curious, is this something you'd be looking to play? Do you think the trend ends? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Gosh, I feel like, look, um, and this was something my uh, my peer at props.com, Matt Jacob, he was pointing out early on in the in the Sweet 16, the first night of the Sweet 16, and then he kept noting it game after game after game the next day, you know, for the for the uh, for the second half of the Sweet 16, and then into the Elite Eight. So I hope people got on the bus and made their money. I'm not going to say they made their money while they could. I'm not going to say it necessarily ends this weekend, but you know, there's certainly a law of averages in sports betting. And when you get, I believe it was 11 and one first half unders for the uh, Sweet 16 slash Elite Eight, um, including I think it was eight and zero in the in the Elite Eight, right? And then 11 and, and then 11 and one overall for the weekend. Um, the law of averages says I'm way too late if I haven't jumped on that bus. So uh, I wish I had. I don't know why I didn't. Um, I at least got a piece of, uh, like I said, I at least got a piece of 
St. Peter's a plus six seventy and 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 helped hedge a couple of other futures bets as it all unfolded last weekend. But I was silly enough not to jump on that trend. That was something else. And like I said, if you jumped on, you did really well for a couple of days. Patrick, uh, any thoughts on the most outstanding player for this tournament? Obviously, four teams left. We know we know it, right? We know the field, and you could probably pick out the best player on each team pretty easily. It doesn't mean that's going to be the most outstanding player. Someone could have a big game or two. Um, how would you handicap the most outstanding player based on what we have left, the odds, and everything we know? Gosh, I, I got to be honest. That's not something I've, I've, do, I've dove into at all yet, but that's something we need to dive into because obviously that's a, that's a compelling component of this too, and, and it's bettable. And I, I guess it just speaks to uh, how much of all of this is bettable now, you know? Um, you know, when, when four or five years ago, we only had really Nevada and not, you know, not a significant huge number of options, but obviously the most outstanding players are bettable here every year. Well, for many years as well, it did have to get reinstalled. It had to get, uh, had to get a, a restriction lifted to start getting that a few years back. But yeah, it's something I've not looked at, but I hope somebody did early on, and I hope somebody looked at Carolina early on because uh, the the you know relative to the number that you could get on, I mean, obviously, it probably didn't get, you know it's not like it's been sitting out for the whole time. They've got to massage these numbers, but um, the number you could get relative to Carolina's future taking future championship futures two weeks ago, which I know somebody who's got a hundred and seventy five to one ticket in his hand uh, from just before the tournament, um, you know. If you, uh, as soon as you could see those most outstanding player odds, and again, I'm not sure when some of these books went up, some went up, you know, really late on this or had them literally pre-tournament, but if they had a Carolina player in the mix there, um, you know, you probably got a nice number there. I, I can't speak, you know, honestly about where we're at on that because it's not something I've looked at. It's just, uh, I've been too wrapped up in the, in the game by game. Sure. Uh, Patrick, let's transition over to the NFL. The uh, shield is allowing us to take a deep breath for a moment. Uh, nothing crazy has happened uh, too much where uh, the markets just move wi wild. Uh, at the moment, the Bills are still the favorite. Bucks second, and there's a little bit of a drop off. The third favorite at most spots, KC, Green Bay, LA Rams, all bunched up in that 10, 10 to uh, 11 to 1 range. Uh, any thoughts on where we sit right now in Super Bowl futures? Well, look, I guess one thing that uh, that I, I've talked to a bunch of bookmakers over the last few weeks because we've had all these, you know, key moves. And, you know, obviously the Brady thing was a big driver and, and Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers and, you know, and honestly, Deshaun Watson. Um, but uh, one thing all of them have stressed is like, is that, look, some of these moves and some of the people being ahead of these moves, you, I'm sure you, 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 you've all probably relayed the story a little bit of, uh, some of the speculation on who knew what about the Brady deal uh, with some, with some significant wagers coming in on the Buccaneers uh, here in Vegas um, is that it's still a fraction, 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 fraction. It's important. It's relevant, but it's a fraction of what the total pot will be for Super Bowl futures. So even though there's some liability being created here, it's, it's on such a relatively speaking nominal amount of money bet into this market at this point. We're sitting, you know, sitting only in late March. But that said, uh, the movement has just been, you know, insane. I talked with uh, with Alan Berg of WinBet about this last week, and they kept the bucks kind of short, even after, you know, relatively speaking, kind of short, even after that announcement uh, from Brady that he was retiring. 
he said, we, you know, we had the Bucks even just before the announcement when most people didn't know, maybe some people did, but he said, we had the Bucks at 30 to one when some books were further out. And he said that was for two reasons. One, they thought it was, they thought Tampa Bay was a potential landing spot for Watson. And two, they thought Brady could always change his mind and they were proven right. Um, their reaction wasn't as, as great as some other books. Some books immediately went to like 10 to one. And, and I think I saw one or two that were into eight to one plus 750 in no time. They initially win bet went to 15 to one, let it percolate a little bit more. Ultimately they ended up at plus 1000, um, you know, with others like making the bucks basically the third choice. But as I was mentioning on Watson, and this one surprised me a little bit um, that, that the Browns were at, at 30 when they opened uh, stretched to 40 before the Watson trade, then got all the way up to 15 to one after the Watson trade to make them the co-seventh choice with the, with the Chargers. I haven't looked to see if that number's, uh, you know, adjusted a little bit since then, but I just thought that was fascinating. Um, and WinBet's also a really, a really big fan of the Colts. They like that move a lot. They had the Colts at 25, had them at 20 to open, moved them to 25, moved them to 18 after that, uh, you know, after their, uh, um, you know, at, at, after their uh, move to, fig, you know, figure out their quarterback situation. They like, they certainly like Matt Ryan and Alan Berg said the Colts have a great Watt roster. He felt they underachieved. They had the meltdown in Jacksonville, um, but they feel like Ryan's really good and they've got a, you know, a phenomenal running back. Any other futures you're considering? Well, I take the Broncos every year because <laughs> they're my Broncos. <laughs> I'm peeved. I'm peeved that I didn't get in that little window, that like 90 minute window or whatever it was when Rogers decided he wasn't going to Denver because there was a window there where Denver fell back to like 40, you know, 30, 35, 40. Uh, but I, you know, I didn't see 90 minutes later that Russell Wilson would be coming to Denver. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, they went from, you know, 35, 30, maybe 25, uh, I know Alan Berg again at Winbeck. He said we went to twenty-five to one for an incredibly short period of time, then went back to twelve to one after the Russell Wilson news. They were fifteen to one pre-Rogers, twenty-five to one post-Rogers, and then ninety minutes later or whatever it was, twelve to one um, on the Russell Wilson news. So um, I'm disappointed I didn't get that, but that's just that's absolutely a fan thing. It's not uh, it's not that I necessarily think they'll win the Super Bowl, although I certainly like their chances now better than I did. Um, I, I think what's, what's a little bit interesting in this is that the Rams and the Bengals who just went to the Super Bowl, are getting no chatter at all at all. So I think that's a little bit fascinating. And, uh, you know, so maybe, maybe the, even though the Rams are still the third choice, maybe they're worth, a, maybe they're being undervalued a little bit, maybe worth a look. Um, the chargers might be worth a look. I like the Colts personally. I, I definitely like the Colts. And I may take a, I may make a play on them. Patrick, about 30 seconds to go here. Tiger, Masters, what, what's your thought? What's your feeling? Is he going to play? What's your guess? Well, boy, if he played 18, my guess is yesterday that he's going to play. And I I don't, you know, the odds makers, the Superbook, I know is not too worried about it. They left him at 100 to 1, even on yesterday's news. But Ben and Jam is at 50 to 1. And I thought Jason Scott had the best quote on this. He said, even the greatest there ever was, First up from a life-threatening car accident, playing at Augusta should be triple figures, but he's 50-1 to 1 at BetMGM. Yeah. He said, however, I'm sure all the St. Peter's money from the NCAA tournament, he said, oh, I'm sure all the St. Peter's money will find its way back to Tiger, and he will be our worst way. 
Makes a lot of sense. Patrick, great stuff. Patrick Everson, Props.com was on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for EDL from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. Lightning bets next on the BetQL Network. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily from BetQL.